Broadcasting live from the Out of the Boat Ministry headquarters, you're listening to Cast the Net. Now here's your hosts, Matt Hynas and Sean Fraunfelder. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, we just want to thank you for uh, another blessed day. We want to thank you for uh, the opportunity to be able to, to gather in your name. Uh, Lord, we pray that you are uh, with us tonight during this conversation. Lord, the question that we're going to bring up tonight, why? Why? Um, we know... Uh, Intelligence-wise, we know what the answer is. Emotional-wise, we just can't accept the answer, mm. and we battle with that. So the why. Uh, it's a question that came up during um, group. Lord, you heard the conversation there. Lord, we just want to kind of expand on it a little bit more tonight. So, Lord, um, it, it, it can be an emotional question. Um, Lord, we pray that we remember whose presence it is that we're uh, speaking in. Um, Lord, we pray that um, anything that we say is is honoring to you. Um, but Lord, sometimes that question, the why, um, it can really bring up some emotion. Um, good emotion, bad emotion. Uh, so Lord, we want to talk about that tonight. So Lord, I pray that everything that is said here tonight, uh, that it honors you. Um, Lord, I pray that you help us um, work through some of these questions. Lord, I pray that you help us give have the strength to be able to accept what we know is true, um, that it's all about you. It's not about us. Um, but, Lord, we have this selfishness that is just ingrained in us that makes it about us. Uh, so, Lord, I, I, I pray that you help us break that chain. Um, Lord, I'm uh, looking forward to this discussion with my brothers. Uh, Lord, I thank you for placing these guys in my life. Um, Lord, I thank you for placing the guys from out of the boat in my life. Um, Lord, I can, I say it all the time and I can never say it enough. I thank you for all that you do for me, for all of us. Lord, we love you and we want to pray this in the holy, powerful, spotless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And welcome to Castanet Podcast number two, five. This would be, this is a big one. This is this is going to be a big one. Yep. This is the steroid edition. Yes. This is the Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, two five twenty five yep. edition. Stero- steroid edition. Steroid edition. Growth <laughs> hormone edition. That's right. <laughs> oh my. So this podcast brought to you by Out of the Boat Ministry. My name is Sean Fraunfelder, and once again, I am joined by. Matt Hynas. Great to be here. And on the soundboard again is Adam Sean. Hey. So, talked about this a little bit at the last podcast. I mentioned it during opening prayer. Why? Here it comes. Why? Why not? Why? Why does my kid get sick? Yeah. Why do we have COVID? We're going deep right out of the gate, folks. Yeah. Why? Why did I receive a letter from the IRS? Mm. Why did my business not work? Mm. Why, 
Why do I still struggle with addiction? Mm. Why do I still struggle with anger? Why does, why is my kid sick? Why do they have a lifelong illness? Why did my parents die when I was younger? Why did my sibling die when they were younger? Why did my wife die? Why does my kid not listen to me? <laughs> Why does my kid not believe in God? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I, I think the first place we go is we lay the foundation of our beliefs here. Um, our beliefs is followers of Jesus. Mm. Um, Revelation twenty two thirteen. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And then you go to John 1, verse 1. Before there ever was, he was. Like, he was before anything ever was. He created everything. He spoke it into existence. Everything exists for him and by him, through him. With that being said, as we move into the why, there are going to be things that we are going to talk about that we are never going to know why because, as the Bible says, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are his thoughts above ours. Mm. We can't even begin to comprehend that, how big that statement is by itself. It, obviously, it's human nature to want to know the why. And at some point in time, there just has to be that step of faith to say, I don't know why, but it's mm. so difficult. And it's so difficult in some, some, some of the simpler things of life. When you start to get down into, why does my child have cancer? You know, why did I lose my job to COVID? I've, I've been a follower of Jesus my whole life. Why did my grandfather get COVID? I mean, now you're really starting to get into areas where it becomes a little more touchy, which is what we're going to talk about tonight, which is... Because it's deep and personal. Yeah. Why? I just thought it was important just to kind of lay that groundwork that mm. as believers, we understand that everything that is, is because he allows it to be. But why do some not suffer? Yeah. I like uh, one of our brothers said uh, Thursday night, it rains on the just and the unjust. Mm. Uh when, uh, when he brought that up, if you folks are out there, Clint Eastwood fans, the first thing that came to mind when our brother brought that up about rain, raining on the just and unjust was that part uh, in the movie Unforgiven at the end where they're in with Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman's been shot by Clint Eastwood's character, William Money, and Gene Hackman's laying on the floor, and Clint Eastwood's standing over him with his shotgun. And he says, I don't deserve this. I was building a house. And Clint Eastwood's character says, deserves got nothing to do with it. Mm. And that phrase came into my mind so clear when we were talking about the why on Thursday night. Sometimes 
the things that happen to people in their life isn't about deserves. I get where people say, how come these people get away with this? How come these people can do all these things and nothing bad ever happens to them? I get that. And you know, sometimes what's even harder is to not have the answer to their question. Mm. Yeah. Especially if they're unbelievers. Because when you want to try to tell them about a God that they don't even believe in, now you're really paddling upstream in a small kayak in the Mississippi. Like, now your job is even tougher. So, could the why be... Um, how can I phrase this? Could the why be a measuring stick? Hmm. All right. Interesting. So when I say this is typically you don't get the question, the, you know, you don't get the question why because something good's happened. Mm. Oh, why did God make me win the lottery? Right. Like you don't hear that part. No. All right. Um, you hear, why did God allow me to hit the lottery and then be bankrupt five years later? Right. Right. So I guess, could the why be... Maybe if you don't ask the why, is because there's not a target on you? Mm. Maybe... Maybe the why is maybe you haven't maybe you haven't asked the Lord to root out some things because the why question usually comes with some type of I don't want to over be over dramatic on it but it's usually some type of struggle or trial is typically when the why comes up. I mean, the, the list of, of whys that I ran off the beginning, like, all those questions aren't because something's going well. I mean, do people ever say, Lord, why does my kid never get sick? Mm. Yeah. So, we talk about this a lot during, especially Move the Hills, like, you know, moving into this time, it seems like there's a bigger target on us. And it happens to multiple members of Out of the Boat. Just something happens during this time that you just kind of feel like it's, you know, you're, you know, Satan's annoying you a little bit more mm -hmm. than normal. So that's part of what I talk about when with the target on you. Because if you're not really doing anything to, to, upset the enemy like you're not really a threat to him there's no really there's no real attack i mean we all know that but then the other side of that says you get into the job and we all we all know the story of job but i mean be honest like when you first read it or first started understanding didn't you kind of feel like so what is this, just a game to God? Mm. Oh, how about Job? See, why don't you go mess with him? Like, 
And I remember thinking like, especially the first couple of times I read through that, I was like, yeah, but what about, I mean, okay, God, didn't you think about what Job was going to go through? That there again, though, deserves got nothing to do with it. Maybe that'll be the title of this. <laughs> deserves got nothing to do with it. Because it doesn't, but here's my thing, though. Job, would you person would you would you personally purposefully put your kid through something like that? Job? No, absolutely not. No. So that that right. So I think that's part of what puts the thought in my head of saying like, yeah, well, wait a minute, like that. I'm not saying Job, but of anybody on the earth at the time, what does God say about Job? He was uh, one of the greatest among all the people of the East. That's Job uh, chapter 1. It says, he was the greatest man among all the people of the East. So as it goes on in Job, one day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan also with them. The Lord said to him, where have you been? He answered, the Lord from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth in it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Doesn't have anything to do about deserves. Deserves got nothing to do with it. So then the Lord goes on. Actually, here, this is where Satan says, does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. And uh, if you don't know the rest of that story, I'd encourage you to read it. If you do know that story, I would encourage you to go back and reread it because it gets a lot better, especially when you get into Job 38. Right. I'm not saying Job deserved anything. No. I guess the, the angle that I'm saying is... For me, it took some time to try to grasp the fact of God purposefully yes, did this to Job. Just the same as um, a kid who has cancer. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that God gave him but he allowed it. Yes. Okay. Mm. Now, God didn't do this to Job. He allowed it. Yes. Okay. So, so this has always been me, and I know some people get uncomfortable with this. And part of this came up on Thursday. So that's my that's my thought process on this too. All right. So whatever happens, God has allowed it to happen. All right. So. So then that begs a question. That's that's where my why is. So why are you allowing this to happen? Because we believe that everything happens for the glory of God, yes. correct? Yes. Which means bad and good. Uh, and I remember one time a, a missionary that came uh, had an interesting uh, 
interesting way to explain this, or at least one reason why this can happen in our world. Um, and it's just that we just don't understand and we'll never understand, you know, the way God is. Um, and it goes back to, you know, what you said at the beginning, Matt, uh, about uh, how much more he knows and he's aware of the, than what we do. Um, and they use an example of uh, this, uh, um, I, I believe it was actually him as a pastor, uh, a missionary. He was actually taking his kid to get a shot. And, uh, you know, his kid was sitting on his lap and, you know, he knew the shot was good for him and it was needed in his life. But this four-year-old kid, the only thing he knew is that there there's going to be pain. Mm. And the only thing that he knew is right now, as he gets the shot, he looks up at his dad in, in complete dread and fear and disappointment. Like, why did you let this happen to me? You know, this kid was never going to understand, well, this is for, your, for the good of you. How is it good for him when it's all he's doing is causing pain? Um, but as the father, he knew that, this this was important for him in his life, regardless of the pain that he's going through in the in that moment. Um, you know that kid would never understand that why, but the father knew the why. So and he allowed it to happen. I got a story to share. It'll only take about forty minutes. Okay. First, I want to read this scripture. So if you're following along with us at home, you got your Bibles out. Job thirty-eight. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? I love that. With words without knowledge. Mm. Brace yourself like a man and I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand. Who marked it off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On that where its footings were set or who laid its cornerstones while the morning stars sang together and the angels of God sounded for joy. Who shut up the sea behind the doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness. When I fixed the limits for it and I set the doors and bars in its place. When I said this far you may come and no farther. So here's my story. For whatever reason, sometimes God speaks to me in the weirdest ways. So a couple of days ago, um, I was downstairs. I was looking for a little snack. It was later in the evening, and uh, the dogs were in the kitchen. And so um, uh, in my house, there's a back stairway that takes me upstairs to my office. And so uh, the dogs were kind of following me, hoping that maybe they would get some crumb that falls <laughs> off of my, my plate. And so as I pushed open the, the swing door and I started to walk up the steps, the door shut. And the Lord just like gave me this in my mind, like he just showed me, we, we're like the dogs in that moment. See, the dogs didn't know where I was going. They didn't know I was going to my office. They didn't know why I was in my office, that I was going to watch TV. I was going to send some emails. Um, all they knew was that I disappeared behind that door. And then at some point in time later, I would reappear either through that door or from the other stairway. And I would come back into the kitchen that way. They had no idea what was behind that door. They had no idea that there was a whole world behind that door that they could go out into, that there were oceans, that there were skies. All they knew is I went behind that door. 
And so what the Lord was showing me was, you have no idea what's behind the door in the world that I created. I believe he was showing me maybe for this very moment, for this why conversation, it to give me a little bit of comfort by trying to grasp the enormity of just that. Like if I would have tried to explain to the dogs, Cooper, hey, I'm going to go upstairs and upstairs is a computer and I'm going to talk to people through it. And then I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to watch some golf and they're playing golf, you know, up in Massachusetts. And Cooper wouldn't understand any of that. He would understand like a little dog treat or some water in his bowl or I'd open the door to let him go outside and go to the bathroom. And so as I'm walking up the steps, I'm like thinking to myself, Lord, why, why, why did you just download this to me? Because that's kind of how it came through was like a download. But I quickly did grasp the fact of I'm Cooper. I have no idea why. And then here's where we move into that gray zone is as followers of Jesus, there are a lot of times, maybe a majority of our life where we just have to take do you trust me? Mm. As is enough. Now, do I expect that to soothe people's hearts that have lost children or lost parents to cancer or lost a husband in a car crash unexpectedly? Like, no. But I hope when they grasp that story that the Lord showed me, that they start to understand a little bit more of what they can't understand. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. It, yeah, it makes complete sense. But I guess. So, when you were going through the drama that was to buy this house, yeah, were you just be able to nonchalantly say, um, you know, you don't deserve to know? Like, did that just make you fall asleep easy at night? No. Nope. <laughs> right. So now, the, I will so say, the, que- the question of why came up there. So oh, for sure. Question there were days uh, that were a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there'll be days that would be a lot easier for me, too. I'm not, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. but, like, I believe God's completely secure in who he is. Oh, yeah. I do. All right? And I don't think he has an insecurity problem of me being upset with him. Nope. Okay? Um, so... I believe in a sovereign God. We've talked about that. He allows everything to happen. I do believe that everything happens to his glory, whether it is bad or good. And again, that is context of you only know bad and good as to the knowledge that you have. So bad and good to God's eyes is different than ours. Mm. Okay? Yes. So again, that goes back to the kid getting a shot. Very good point. So... What we classify as bad, he something he's going to get glorified for that. That being said, so I don't get angry at the IRS. I don't I get frustrated with my wife where my anger comes to is God because I say, Really? Yeah. Like, you didn't specifically send this letter, but you allowed it to happen. 
and you knew what it would do to my wife, and you know what it would do to our marriage. Now, Aaron and I need to take this and grow from this. So that's where it falls onto us to be able to say, do we take this and do we build a callus in our relationship that we can withstand things like this, or do we cower and allow it to knock us down and I'm not going to say destroy us, but ruin us for however many weeks um, and then move on from that and not really learn from it. So that's Mm. the part where, because guess what? If we don't learn from it and we don't callous up about this, guess what's going to happen again? Yeah. Mm. But if we do learn from this and we do get a callous from this, then guess what's going to happen? Something a little harder next time. There you go. It's like asking for patience, right? Right. Mm. So, so you know, that's it. So, I, I guess part of this is, and there's a lot of people out there who have a question of why. Why? Why does God? I mean, here's a simple one. Why did God not just completely destroy all of us after the first sin? He would have been 100% completely justified to do that. But he chose not to. Why did he choose to have me born in America and not born in some third world country? Mm. I don't know. Um, you know, there's you can play the why game constantly. It is, for me, getting to that comfortable part in my relationship with Christ to feel that I can say, uh, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know why. Um, I, I don't agree. It does have me a little bit upset. I'll work through it. We'll build a relationship a little bit closer for this. Um, hopefully, I'll callous up a little bit, and then we'll move on, and and we'll deal with the next one when the next one comes. Um, so, I still think all these why questions. I mean, think about it. It creates a conversation. It creates a dialect. Yeah. And it creates that opportunity of conversation to share God with others. So yeah. that his, his, he'll be known through all nations and be glorified and be shared and be loved by more people rather than less people. Um, and, and ultimately, this is all for his glory anyways. That's the hardest thing to think about. It's, this is all for him anyways. Right. And I and I know this probably isn't going to be right. I'm sure it's going to get all kind of cringe worthy, but <laughs> like for me, whenever I have those questions of, you know, because the enemy does the same thing he did at the beginning. He puts that little bit of doubt. Mm. Do you really believe? Well, I mean, if you really believe, then you wouldn't. Do you really believe in a God that can do this? I mean, that's that's what ends up happening. So every once in a while, I get that. You know, do you really believe? Like really? Like with what? Like do you? Re- and I can always come back and say, I can't get mad at something I don't believe in. Mm. Not that I'm saying it's a proper emotion, right. sure. But for me, I don't get mad at Tinkerbell. Yeah, I don't get mad at. Bugs Bunny. Like, I don't get mad at 
made up things. Do you get mad at the Washington Redskins logo? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why? <laughs> right. Sorry. Because they're changing it. But I digress. Um. So, anyways, the the why the why for me comes up a lot. Um. Just in my head a lot. Um. Why this? Why that? Uh, I think it comes up for more people than admit that comes up. Oh yeah. Um. I think if more people were probably more honest that. You know, they could say that there are times when they're upset uh, with God, and um, I, I think it's okay. At, le- at least, you know, from from where I sit, where I believe, um, I, I don't think. I guess I want to believe that God will be like, okay, so you're upset. Let's talk about that. You know, I don't think he's going to say, oh, you're mad at me? Yeah, you're out of here. Yeah, I, I think there's people out there who might be listening to this um, who maybe have been angry at God for years for a why. Why did you let my first husband beat me? Mm. Um, why, why, why did you allow me to be molested as a child? Mm. I mean... There's some bad things out there that have happened to people that have kept them from a God, uh, a God that we talk about because they were hurt as a child or they were hurt as a young adult. Um, And, you know, I I wish the Lord would give me a word specifically for some of those people that I could go to um, and, and give them an answer to why. But, in that big picture, I think what you just talked about was he wants them to walk it out with him. Yes. He, he wants them, listen, let's walk and talk this out. Um, maybe you are that person who was sexually molested as a child. Uh, maybe you are that young woman who was emotionally and physically abused by your first husband. Here's what I want you to know. Here's what we want you to know here. Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to fathom that, but here's what I will tell you. Your doubt doesn't change the fact that he came to this earth. Mm-hmm. God himself came into this earth in flesh and bones as a person named Jesus. He walked the earth. He was perfect. He was crucified on a cross. He was sinless. He was killed. He was raised three days later. And then after that ascended to heaven to prepare a place for you and me. Mm. Whether you believe any of that, it doesn't change that it happened. He loves you so much that those things occurred. I know it doesn't ease the pain from what you have gone through or maybe what you are still going through right now, but he is the only hope for you. And that person, Jesus and God desire to have a relationship with you. Mm. And you know what comes with relationships? Tension sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, the closest people you guys are to, I would likely be your wives. I'm sure 
there's tension in that relationship. You love them, and you care for them, and you want to see them do well, but there's tension. There's frustration. There's going to be tension. There's going to be frustration with your relationship with God, especially as you grow closer to Him. And I, I agree. I think what He wants you to do is talk to Him, have a conversation, meditate, um, grow closer, share your frustrations with Him, and have that conversation like you would with your your wife, your significant other, or your best friend, or your mother or father, have that conversation with Jesus and say, hey, I don't get this. And he'll say, you may never get it, but I'll walk through it with you. Well, and here's the other thing. That person, Jesus, he's the only person who can ease that pain Amen. that you have. I, I can't do it. Sean and, and Adam, they, they can't do it either. We would love to. But we'll be here to listen to you. We'd be happy to talk with you. We'd be happy to answer emails. But Jesus, the Messiah, God in the flesh on earth, is the only person who can ease your pain. And here's the thing. Here's what you have to do to get that. You just have to ask him. You just have to invite him into your life. The Bible says that he stands at the door and knocks. He doesn't kick it in and come on in intrusively. He stands at the door and he knocks. And I have no doubt that it's a soft knock on your door. And you just need to open that and receive him and invite him in. And he makes it very clear that he will come in your house and he will be a part of it. He'll be a part of your life. And that's when you can start to work through uh, all the things that you've been going through. And I know they're out there. And you know what? Maybe you've not been sexually molested. Maybe you've not been raped. You know, um, maybe it's something that you think might be very simple. Jesus wants to work there too. Yeah. And, I mean, I think we all have those experiences with our relationship with God. Um, and we're still asking why questions. We're doing this tonight, right? You know, we don't have it all figured out, but we are thankful that we have that relationship with God, that we can work with it, work through it with Him. Uh, I know I am. I'm very thankful that I have that. I don't know where I'd be if it wasn't for my relationship with God. Mm. Uh, some of the things that's gone on in my life and my family and my kids, man, if I didn't have God to lean on to, I'd be a wreck. Um, and I have those why questions too, and I work them out with God. And I may never get some of those answers. And, you know, some days I'm better than that and I'm okay with it some days it's rougher and I have to work through it with them some more but for any of you out there who um, may have anger that is separating you from a relationship um, I ask that you um, I ask that you take that to the Lord if you're upset with him about whatever situation uh, it doesn't even have to be anger. It can just be um, a disagreement. Um, take it to him. Um, trust me, he will work it out with you. Um, he wants to have a relationship. He's c completely secure in who he is, uh, so he's completely fine if you're uh, a little upset with him. But but he wants the relationship part. Um We'll never be able to answer the why for you. Um, but he can uh, if he wants to. Mm. There's plenty of whys um, that I have that have not been answered. Um, I don't know if they ever will be. Um, 
and uh, and that just brings up more whys. Um, but I think all this wrapped up in a nutshell is a fact of if you're asking the question why, if you're angry, if you're a little upset, if you're happy, those emotions come from being in a relationship. That's the most important thing is to have a relationship with Christ and bring these things to Him. Um, so I would hate to see... It's, it's, the, it's the old adage of, you know, you, I, I got to get good to get God. Mm. And if, if you think that waiting this out and hoping that your, your anger towards God or towards your situation is going to subside and then you'll start, um, I beg that you set that aside and, and, and bring that with you and approach the Lord and say, here's some things I don't agree with. And I don't understand why it's this way. And I really don't feel that it's fair, and I really don't, whatever it is, bring that to him and start a conversation. Um, It's hard to sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation with anybody and not start to have some type of relationship. Um, So if you're struggling with any of that stuff, uh, like I said, you can always reach out to us, but but we ask that you spend some time with the Lord, Mm. Um, just you and him. Uh, we always say it, if there's something in Scripture you don't like, take it up with the Lord. Yep. If there's something in your life that you don't like, take it up with the Lord. Yep. something in your marriage you don't like, take it up with the Lord. Um, if there's something and, and we say that you don't like, take it up with the Lord. That's right. Um, or email Jamie. <laughs> um, but that being said, that's the same, the same advice that I'm giving is the same thing that I need to do. Yes. Yeah. You know, Speaks so in, 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 instead of coming in here before a podcast and unloading on you guys, what I should have done was spent that time on my way home talking to the Lord saying, why? Why why this again? You know, I, I don't get it. I need your help for me to accept this, submit this, give me some answers. But I should have taken it up with the Lord instead of come here and complain to you guys about it. Um. So, so I need to learn to take my own advice on stuff. But, but we say it all the time. If there's something you have an issue with, take it up with the Lord. If you don't like how things are going in, in, in the country, take it up with the Lord. Like, he has allowed everything to happen. It just rained outside. Why? Because he allowed it to happen. If you have a problem with that, take it up with him. I mean, that's kind of the mentality that we need to get to. Uh, and we don't. Sometimes it just makes us feel better to come in here and, and complain to one another. Because sometimes complaining just makes you feel better. Job and his pals. Yep. Yep. But at a certain point, just like Job and his pals, we'll be called, we'll be asked, where were you? And then we'll say, uh, sorry, Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll take a knee to his glorious grandeur right. we'll, we will bow in front of him we're all going to stand before him someday um, might be within the next half hour might be in the next minute it might be 50 years from now but we're going to stand before him and uh, we want nothing more for anyone listening to this we want to know that when you stand before him that uh, he, you will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. Um, 
as the Father tarries, we want no one to perish. In these in these questionable times, I mean, if there's ever a time to say why, mm-hmm. it's surely these days. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we just need to lean on the Lord. This is where we need to be telling people. Uh, if you're ever a believer and you're listening to this podcast and you've got people around you that are hurting through COVID, people around you that are asking questions because of COVID, this is this is a softball lob to you as a baseball or a softball hitter. Mm. It's a lob pitch. Swing. Tell your tell your neighbors, tell your family members, tell your coworkers about Jesus, what Jesus has done for you. Um, you know, if you have some questions uh, that you would like to reach out to us about, we'd be happy to hear from you. Um, you can contact us on uh, Facebook. Um, we do have uh, a web page, um, Out of the Boat Ministry. You can reach out uh, to us from there. But um, we would love to hear from you if you need us to pray for you. If you have some questions you want a little more clarity on, we'd love to do that. Um, if there's some stuff that we can't answer for you, we'll direct you in a way that you'll get the answers that you need to hear. All right. Well, how was this, uh, the HGH episode? I think it's a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you once again by Barry Bonds. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, uh, (laughs) number 25, episode 25. 25. Lord, thank you for uh, 25 episodes that we've been able to get together and talk and uh, hopefully bring glory to your name and and reflect uh, what you've done for us in our lives and uh, hopefully encourage people uh, of what you can continue to do uh, in their lives as well. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, I appreciate um, everybody listening and uh, Adam you want to close us up sure thing Heavenly Father I thank you for a day that uh, you've brought us I thank you for a day that you've brought us together to have a conversation with each other about you and to glorify you through it Lord I pray that uh, you know we we have an opportunity to, to let you speak to others through this podcast but e- even so we get an opportunity to speak with each other and, and grow together as uh, friends and uh, brothers. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you can continue to be there through uh, with us through all our storms, through all our why questions, and that you're just there to continue to let us uh, run into your arms. Lord, I pray that we can go and, uh, and be encouraged by you and be able to share your word and share your love with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Cast the Net a production of Out of the Boat Ministries. For more information, follow us on Facebook at Out of the Boat Logan or visit our website, outoftheboatministries.com.